God morning. It's time to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is November 16th. I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Yvette, Abby, and Marilyn. Happy belated birthday, Mike Jr. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. I thank you for my pillow, Lord, on which I rest my head. The things some take for granted, a warm, comfy bed. I have a roof above me, a stomach full of food. I'm grateful, Lord, you chose me for all this grateful good. I have loved ones all around me and love each single day. Oh, how empty life would be were it all taken away. My Lord, you have provided all I see in my view. Please help me with the words I need to give my thanks to you. Amen. I look to you, O Lord, whenever I feel the need. I know that you encourage me to help me sow life's seed. I know that you will carry me whenever I'm sad and weary. And I know you're there to share the joy whenever I feel cheery. I look to you, O Lord, most any time, both night and day. I know that you will listen when I kneel to you and pray. I know that you will guide me whenever I lose hope. And I know that you'll embrace my soul until I learn to cope. I look to you, O Lord, when I'm happy or in pain. I know that you are there with me through sunny days and rain. I know you are my guiding light, the joy inside my heart. And I love you, Lord, for all you do, for all the love you impart. Amen. Have no anxiety at all, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. And that's Philippians 4. Amen. Good morning, God. You've ushered in another day. Ah, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. They're getting smaller. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Amen. Amen. Okay. Grab your Bibles. I'm going to give you a modern day reading of the Proverbs. And you're welcome to read along for a different interpretation. Stay with me. Be right back.
and jumping right in with Proverbs. Proverbs is a rich collection of wise sayings and instructions for everyday living. Even more important, the wisdom found in its pages invites us to live a life pleasing to God. Humble yourself before God and take the wise lessons from Proverbs to heart. Here they are. Proverbs 16. We can make our own plans, but the Lord gives the right answer. People may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. The Lord has made everything for his own purposes, even the wicked, for a day of disaster. The Lord detests the proud, they will surely be punished. Unfailing love and faithfulness make atonement for sin. By fearing the Lord, people avoid evil. When people's lives please the Lord, even their enemies are at peace with them. Better to have little with godliness than to be rich and dishonest. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. The king speaks with divine wisdom. He must never judge unfairly. The Lord demands accurate scales and balances. He sets the standards for fairness. A king detests wrongdoing, for his rule is built on justice. The king is pleased with words from righteous lips. He loves those who speak honestly. The anger of the king is a deadly threat. The wise will try to appease it. When the king smiles, there is life. His favor refreshes like spring rain. How much better to get wisdom than gold and good judgment than silver. The path of the virtuous leads away from evil. Whoever follows that path is safe. Pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before fall. Better to live humbly with the poor than to share plunder with the proud. Those who listen to instruction will prosper. Those who trust the Lord will be joyful. The wise are known for their understanding and pleasant words are persuasive. Discretion is a life-giving fountain to those who possess it, but discipline is wasted on fools. From a wise mind comes wise speech. The words of the wise are persuasive. Kind words are like honey sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. There is a path before each person that seems right before it ends in death. It is good for workers to have an appetite. An empty stomach drives them on. Scoundrels create trouble. Their words are a destructive blaze. A troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. 
Violent people mislead their companions, leading them down a harmful path. With narrowed eyes, people plot evil. With a smirk, they plan their mischief. Gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained by living a godly life. Better to be patient than powerful. Better to have self-control than, con- than to, con- to conquer a city. We may throw the dice, but the Lord determines how they fall. Amen. One of the good things I want you to take out of today is... Mm. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul, and healthy for the body. So let us today use only kind words. Amen. Stay with us. Be right back. That was less than five minutes. Okay, let's get a little hope for each day. Here it is in black and white. Life is hard and our years on earth are marked by trouble and sorrow. There is no false advertising in the Bible. We wish it weren't so, but maybe that's why we're so quick to believe the advertisements that promise happiness if we'll only use their product. And sometimes life can bring us a measure of happiness. As the Bible says, the Lord bestows favor and honor, and no good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. But I've never met a person who didn't have problems of some kind. We live in a world that is broken because of sin, and we share in its brokenness. We should have greater compassion for others. All around you are people whose lives are filled with trouble and sorrow and they need your compassion and encouragement. We should yearn for heaven. There, troubles and sorrows will cease and we will be safely with Christ forever. Amen. Psalm 17:15 says, I will see your face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake in your likeness. This world fades into insignificance in the light of eternity. All the things that preoccupy us are no longer important, and only one thing counts, our relationship with God. We should live every day in light of eternity. As Peter wrote in his last letter, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? Be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and and blameless. 
How different would today be if it was your last day on earth before meeting God face to face? We should strive to live every day as if it were our last one. Because one day it will be. Amen. God knows our hearts. He is watching us. And we are not worried. Amen. Okay. November 16th. Deuteronomy 7, 9 says, The Lord your God, He is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him. A commitment is a pledge, a statement, a sure promise. The value of any commitment is based upon two things. Number one, the ability of the promise maker to fulfill the promise. Number two, the integrity of the promise maker. God certainly qualifies as one who will stand behind his commitments on both accounts. He has all the wisdom, power, and ability necessary to fulfill his promises to us. He also has given integrity and proven his integrity to us. God has always done what he has said he would do. God is utterly faithful to his word. He is holy and immutable. He is unchanging. His character is impeccable. Amen. And God's purpose for your life says, Matthew 6, 6, When you pray, go away by yourself. Shut the door behind you and pray to your Father in private. It can be difficult to hear God among the cacophony of voices that compete for your attention. Even when you're seeking him, you'll be surrounded by countless people in need of your attention and who will seek to shape your path. With all the distractions, it is it any wonder that God is going to seem distant at times? This is why truly seeking the Lord requires solitude. If you don't make an effort to get away from the demands of your daily life, your ability to hear God's voice will be hindered. Jesus was well aware of the need for seclusion. In teaching the disciples how to pray, he told them to go into their rooms and close the door behind them. He knew that it was vital to take a break in order to truly worship and fellowship with the Father. This is especially true today when it is increasingly difficult to escape all the ways that people can contact us, the demands of technology and the persuasiveness of the media. Therefore, you must be intentional. At some point today, Turn everything off and set aside some time for Jesus. Make a decision to be alone with the Lord. Get quiet and listen. 
Jesus, I need you. Help me to stop, listen, and hear your voice today. Amen. That's awesome. When we think about God's promises, we must always keep in mind that they are given for the fulfillment of his ultimate purposes, developing our character, carrying out his plans, and empowering us to be his light in the world. This is why Psalm 37, 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. When Jesus is our goal and joy, he is actively shaping our lives and what is important to us. And when that's the case, we can know for certain that his promises will be fulfilled for us. Jesus, thank you for your promises and fulfilling your awesome purposes. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Commanding your morning says, Be dedicated and faith-filled. Romans 4, 17 God gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. When you pray, ensure that you do not waver in your faith. Hold fast to what you have learned and the confidence you have received in your relationship with Christ. God can resurrect a dead life, a dead dream, anything that is dead if you have faith. He can bring your marriage, your business, your job, and your faith back into divine alignment with his promises. But most of the time, this takes more than sending up a quick, help me God. It takes dedicated, faithful, faith-filled prayer in which you present yourself to God, ready to change and ready to do what he asks of you bow your head. I prophesy today to the things that have died prematurely and dried up. I command them to quicken and come to life. I declare that the dead pieces of my purpose, destiny, finances, work, family, and ministry come back to life. Breathe new life into every hope that has died. Father, open up the floodgates of heaven and let it rain. Let it rain. Bring an end to spiritual, economic, and creative dryness and drought. Usher me into times of refreshing. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear Father, help me to take time to think today, for it is the source of power. 
Help me to take time to play today, for it is the secret of perpetual youth. Help me to take time to read today, for it is the foundation of wisdom. Help me to take time to pray more today, for it is the greatest power on earth. Help me to love and be loved today, for it is a God-given privilege. Help me to take time to be friendly today, for it is the road to happiness. Help me to take time to laugh today, for it is the music for your soul. Dear God, help me to take time to give today. To give my time to someone else. To give any help or assistance that someone else needs. To give compliments today that it's somebody else can feel good about themselves. Just stay with me today, Lord. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. And I think we have. Be good. Come back tomorrow. Bye for now. If you'd like to dedicate to the podcast, go to anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. All is appreciated. Thank you.